0: Hello and welcome, viewers, back to another episode of Death Battles. I am Nightshed, and on today's podcast, I will be—I will not have a special guest with me to debate an uh, awesome, de- um, an awesome debate about death battles between a Marvel. I mean, a DC comic character and a Marvel character. Today on this podcast, on this podcast, I will be talking about my favorite things, places, and objects within the Marvel and comic. I mean the Marvel comic and DC comic universe. So that means I will explain two, two favorite superheroes or two anti, you know, yada yada yada, two villains. Then I'll explain two places. Well, one place within the marvel and one place in the dc then another is objects i will give you like probably one or two objects in the marvel or dc if we have time if we don't go over time okay let's get into the main focus okay so the main focus of this podcast is to tell what are my favorite superheroes i mean what are my favorite characters places and objects within the DC Comics universe and the Marvel universe. So, let's begin with my two favorite... Super, my two favorite... Well, one favorite... One... Two... I'm sorry. <laughs> two heroes. One is an anti-hero and one is a very prominent superhero let's start with my favorite raven the empathetic half demon sorceress who fights with her mind to stay good with her now raven she's been she's a prime example of me the next we'll go with harley quinn the clown princess the girlfriend of the clown prince i mean the print the clown prince a crime yes so let me start. So Raven is a prime example of me. Raven been a prime example me since I was a little a little boy. So let me give you a brief summary of what Raven is. <clears throat> Raven is Raven or Rachel Rolf has been a prominent member of the Teen Titans. <clears throat> Raven is a tele telling Empathetic, she can trans. She can teleport and send out her soul self. Her soul self is a description of her demonic desires. It can fight physically, manifest as a force field, manipulate objects and others, as with telekinesis. Also, it can act as Raven's eyes and ears away from her body. So the origin of her is from a dark moody character raven is the half-breed daughter of a human mother named angela Rolf, also known as arella and the dark overlord emperor tryon every no i mean i'm sorry emperor tryon raven was born and raised in a pacific reality called azra so let me tell you, Azeroth was an inter, uh, intra- interdimensional realm that exists between the planes of non-reality. It was once a paradise with blue green skies and crimson cloud. I mean clouds. The streets were paved in solid marble, and the buildings were ascended with columns of pure gold. Hun- um, so after like serving as the spiritual leader of the. As Arella I'm sorry, after Arella served as the spiritual leader of the of Azar for more than two hundred years, she died and it was transferred into Azar. And when he died, her spirit, her title, is um her name were passed along to her own daughter, who in turn shepherded the people of of Azareth for an additional 300 years. So that's what Raven was born because Arella was trying to, like, commit suicide because Trigon, the all-powerful Trigon, raped her in a satanic cult, which is the cult was called the Church of Blood. So that's... Oh, let me give you a brief description of her powers. So she got... Astral projection which is the through which is through the use of her soul self since she has soul self as we all know empathy she can psychonic uh psychotic ability of empathy the power to absorb emotions anywhere to feel others people emotions emotion negation she can make the uh people uh, the user feel numb when it comes to emotion when it comes to emotion, empathetic healing, telekinesis, teleportation, flight. With this, this flight came with her new body. So, Raven has died, I think, three times, and she's been resurrected as her soul self because the soul self lives on forever. So, as her soul self is gone, then, then she's gone. Then you have. Her of power, is is forced emotion, limited prognation, um, precognition, then illusion casting, then her ability to have meditation to keep it with her soul self. Then she has martial arts. She's been able to defend all. Her own six other brothers, which they call it the daily six, like the daily six in I mean the daily seven Sin, That's what that is then. There's those. Then Raven is like the sin of pride the goat scene at least. Then she has her equipment, she has a chakra. The chakra helps her to control her dark her darker passions of her soul self. So that's a brief summary of what she is as my favorite because I'm empathetic but at the same time I can't show emotions because of a mental disorder I have whereas she can't feel emotions because if she let her emotions go then her powers would go wild and out of control and she was give and she would give into let's say her her father's desires of what she, of what he really wanted her to be so that's a part of me and i want you to go i want you to see about my favorite anti-hero Harley Quinn which i am proud for my girl she she let herself she let herself be free from the Joker, which I ain't like because of the abuse and stuff. The Joker don't know how to love nobody, but let's get back into it, okay? Okay, Harley Quinn, known as Harleen Quinn Zell, is the former girlfriend and sidekick to the Joker, a criminal psychologist turned fanboyant, criminal menace. While her attentions are typically... <clears throat> I'm sorry While Her intentions are typically good Her methods are often betrayed Often betray her insanity So let me go into the origin So Harley Quinn's out <clears throat> I'm sorry y'all so Harley Quinzel was born in Brooklyn, New York. The oldest of four of four. Is it? The of four children and the only girl. Her interest in criminal her interest began in criminal psychology when she grew up early in her childhood and blossomed when she met a boy named Bernie Bash. Who turned out to be troubled enough to commit murder as a way to prove his her love. Aww, I like that, but he ain't to go kill nobody, but okay. <laughs> Despite his crime, Harley uh, later broke into his house and stole a stuffed beaver from his father's shop as a momentum of the relationship that she will I mean, that she will keep into her adulthood. Helene Quinzel was a honor student and a gymnast, amazing, outstanding gymnast. She want she like she got a scholarship. with her being a gymnast and attending Gotham University. Initially, she went to college for veterinary and biology science, but yeah, it it failed, So she eventually found a place in psychiatry. I mean psychiatry. I I don't know how to work it. So she excelled in that field, and eventually she became a psychology, a psychologist at a prominent hospital. So I mean, Harley Quinn takes the side of me when she met the Joker. Her confidence actually was stabbing in the face of the Joker' madness, and impressed him. That's when, like I said, I have a disorder, uh, psych um, psychosis. Is there is when my thoughts and emotions are impaired where reality as I know it doesn't exist. So sometimes when you see that I'm zoning out, that's when is my psychosis triggered. So yeah, that's with those two my favorite. Now my favorite place my favorite place is on the DC side is the Teen Titans. The teen Titans, t shape um t shape typer. I mean jump jump city is a, as people will know. I love that tower, okay. I ain't tripping but I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's not so my profile. I'm not tripping that it's a T but if you know my I main name it starts with a T so that's why I really like jump city and they have a and they have an overview of everything. Yeah, another one is the Charles Xavier Institute. Marvel. Yes, I am in love with the X Men, two Teen Titans, and all um, X Men coincide with me because they know I. They make up who I am as a person. Um, one object that is my favorite is the. It's Dr. Strange Jewel, um, Magical object? I forgot the eye of Armageddon or something like that. That's my favorite. Well, guys, I went over the time that I really was supposed to do like 10 minutes or so, but check into my next one. We're on episode six. We will talk about what my teacher, Mr. Phillips, will like to us be a choice. So thank you. Come again, thank you viewers. Hello and welcome back viewers to another episode of Death Battles. I'm Naisha and today in today's podcast episode, I will not be debating out. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I will not be having a special guest with any one of my friends or family members to debate a death battle between a DC comic character any Marvel character. Today's podcast episode will be about the reviews on cartoon death battles, both positive and negative comments from viewers of uh, other death death battle episodes. So, let me explain. So, let me explain what these negative reviews and positive reviews will be about i mean the main focus too okay so the main focus of this podcast is to explain what social media is saying about death battles in general which means any cartoon any anime, any comic book characters you they want what they feeling about and how i feel about it and then to and to explain about and to explain these feelings about to my audience which is you all of course so when says time to go into these comics i mean not comics <laughs> into these comments also i forgot <laughs> another main focus is to Explain how these death battles go about. Those are the three main points in my podcast. Shall we begin? Alright, let's go. So, the number one comment on social media. This is from Twitter too, also, if y'all didn't know. is from this username, u slash 76 sup. He says, death battle death battle needs to stop calculating things on this review he he says a lot so i'm gonna summarize it so he says i know i know there's already 15 death battle threads from benton fans salty about him losing to green lantern well of course i would feel the same thing green green lantern has a lot of powers and benton only has 10 alien forms that he could transform then again benton don't really know how to use the army tricks like that so i can see how they him losing so i don't see how they feel salty but anyway let's go into it he said this isn't one of those i actually compared to enjoy the new episode the song was good the fight had a fun few moments though i don't really know how I feel about the outcome. This is a this is about Death Battles bad habit of abusing fan calcs. Just to get out of the way, I think some fan calcs can be considered reasonable and valid. But by, but the way Death Battles calcs thinks just seems wanking. Like just using the little animation of Mario kicking away a castle kicking away a castle to determine his strength. First of all, the cast castle castle oh blech, castle and Mario were obviously on different scales. Secondly, how is there any way you can actually determine the weight of an entire castle from a Mario levels background? And thirdly, the scene was obviously meant to be humorous. They showed a version of it from a Mario magma, maga my bad mag it's a little it's a little thing that's different <laughs> all right all right and it clearly showed it clearly showed him kicking a little tower size castle away, but they tried to use it as evidence towards the calc. despite that okay this this isn't long so all right so t r i mean TL, t l t t r dead battles have gone full. Versus Battles. Week. Oh. I'm sorry. Wrong thing. Oh. And another thing. Death Battles need to quit doing. Those. Sh- oh. Okay. As. Animations with Wiz and Boomstick. They're just ugly and plain and simple. Wiz hair looks like the tip of. Let's go to the next one. Alright. Another. <laughs> another. um, Another user from twitter AlleyCat 53 oh and another thing about needs to quit oh it's the same thing okay here the it uh, the under the underscore iridescent fan casts are aren't bad inherently it's just when their results don't match what consistent or what could be considered natural for the characters. Shazam punching the force of dozens of supernovas isn't really supported when he fights planetary-level people. Well, yeah, I can actually see that. I, I feel like, yeah, that that's not consistent enough. Because if I remember it, in comic, in issue, what, 53 with Shazam yeah that 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 don't really support him supernovas is something totally different to a person especially planetarian supernovas are about planetary anyway, enemy so that's a whole different scale I see what you mean by that or samurai jack um relative i mean relativistic speeds when he frequently gets tagged by random fo- folders well fathers that's how you say it or frequently visible doesn't oh or frequently visibly doesn't fight that fast Also, it also sucks that db barely barely shows their time i mean their work half the time and often just say yeah guys here's this big number and take our word for it True. I, I just don't feel like that's really like something to like you know to explain with you. oh you pop out a big number. Oh take my word for it, yeah, since it's just a big old number. <laughs> so much of modern DB I mean D B also stand guys for death battles. So if I keep saying D B that means death battles. Oh, yeah. Seems to be this juvenile attempt. At applying as big numbers as possible to people's favorite childhood or even just popular characters so that viewers can go and watch. Oh, go watch. Oh my gosh, they're really strong all along. Wow. They've been doing this for the past dozen or so episodes. And if anything, I'm glad people aren't really as. Aren't as willing to take their bush. I mean, they BS this time around the new newest episode. So this is a bad, a negative. Oh, this is a pro and a con kind of thing. I wouldn't. I mean, I feel what the what um this user the the underscore iridescent is saying. And everything i actually feel what she's saying like i'm speechless but yeah i feel it yeah another another um user from twitter number letter period what in the world okay i don't have a problem with db itself using calcs because db doesn't see what it does as more than entertainment they pretending to be a program like the deadliest warrior but with fictional characters. Pulling Celks from their behinds make makes them sound sciencey. I mean, I don't believe that. They are using evidence. They are using evidence from comic books and everything. So I don't see how is that a problem. Okay, let's continue. Okay uh makes them sound sciencey. That's all there is to it. I don't think DB has ever claimed to be an objective or to have the final word on who sh- who is stronger. I do have a problem with DB style calcs becoming the norm in fan communities because calcs are honestly f- are honestly retarded for most of the time and should be rated higher than feats or statements fans usually try to be more serious about about power scaling than db which makes it absurd that they're that they still rely on calc. i guess it makes it easier to blatantly wink certain characters that's all the time well i'm sorry i forgot i have to say how i feel about it explaining to y'all well i'm reading all of this i feel that they're right you shouldn't really use a lot of big numbers because oh like um the iridescence uh the underscore iridescence or oh they use big words just to you know sound like they're really important it's like how For example, how, like, scientists use these big words. And everybody don't understand the big words, but they use the connotation of it being negative or positive or neutral to sound like it's important when it's probably really not. Like, today, like, what's going on the pandemic? Pan-epidemic. The coronavirus. Coronavirus been here and everything, so, I mean... It's been on the tags from Lysol that it could def um disinfect Lysol f as I as my great aunt stated. It's been on the can for years, but it's a respiratory infection which only is gonna harm people who don't have a good immune system like HIV people. Uh, senior, uh, elderly people like your grandparents, you know, great aunts, all those people. It's only bad to them. It's not bad to people that can fight it, cause we all know as people you gotta let a virus run through its course. There's no cure for it. So I see where the underscore iridescent was coming from with that. Um, yeah, the animations. I feel it could be better. Because some of them, they use, like, Pixel, like, for what? The 80s, like, you know, it's Game Boys and everything like that. Like, Game Boys, Pixel, Pixel, and all that. So I see where they coming from with that. But, all in all, I think it's a good way to show the fan communities that, The calcs can prove something, or who will win in death battle. But to my opinion, I feel that in a death battle, is decided by fate and probability. So, guys, thank you for listening. And the next episode will be on who is my favorite or favorites. Characters, objects, and places. So guys, thank you and get ready for episode five. Hello and welcome back viewers to another episode to another episode of Death Battles. I'm Nice and today on this episode I will be. Not have I will not have a special guest to debate a death battle with me with a DC comic character and a Marvel comic character, but today on this podcast episode, I will be explaining who will win in a death battle between the fourth dimensional awareness character Deadpool, Marvel. This is a Marvel character, as we all know, Deadpool. Then, the arch nemesis of the Teen Titans, the main villain, Deathstroke. As once again, I'm Nysha, and I will not have a special guest. I will be debating it by myself. So, please bear with me for any discrepancies or anything like that. So, let's begin. Shall we? All right. So we have first Deadpool. So Deadpool, real. So so Wade Wilson, A.K.A. Deadpool, had conflicting memories of his childhood. He once recalled that his father abandoned him, his mother abandoned his mother while she was pregnant with him, and she took her, her anger on him until, as an adult. He beat her instead. He later recalled that his mother died when he was five and that his father, an army officer, became abusive, causing Wade to grow up to be a thug and a criminal. When his father got his act together and tried to rein in his son... One of Wade's friends shot shot and killed him. However, he told a writer that his father was a teller of bad jokes who abandoned him and his mother while he was a boy. His mother turned to humor, alcohol, and home shopping networks as a coping mechanism. He believed that he ran away from home so that his mother wouldn't need to spend what little money she had left on him. However, it was eventually revealed that his parents were still together living in Canada and had kept Wade's room as, a, as he had left it. But Wade himself did not recognize the house, his parents, or his room when he returned there as an adult. After leaving home, After leaving home, he appears to join the U.S. Army Special Forces but despite his superior skills he was drummed out for not following orders that conflicted with his moral code after a failed suicide attempt just before his 19th birthday wade was invited to join a group of cia-sponsored machinery assassins thanks to his military record assured that his targets will all deserve death. Little known, little is known of Wilson's subsequent I mean, subsequent activities with this group. At one point, he was act, active in Morocco where he romanced a woman named Francine. When this relationship soured, he traveled throughout Asia and was hired in Japan by a criminal lord, the Boss, to infiltrate a sumo wrestling ring owned by a rival criminal, the Oka- Oyakata. Oyakata? Oya am sorry. Oyakata. Wilson spent three years as a wrestler until the Oyakata tutelage and became romance- romantically involved with his mentor daughter, Sayez. When the boss finally ordered the Oyakata mor- murder, Wilson refused to complete his assignment, allegedly the first time he ever done so and relocated to the United States. In America, Wade felt, Wade In America Wade met and fell in love with a mutant to, um a mutant teenage um prostitute, Vanessa Carsley, with whom he shared dreams of a better life. Wilson was subsequently subsequently, hired by Middle Eastern interests to assassinate a blind British government operator named Alita, also also known as Blind Al. Upon arrival to the Zari base where she was stationed, he killed everyone except for Al, who had fled. Those who put... The contract out sought vengeance for Van- uh, for his failure by targeting Vanessa, who was rescued by Zoe Coden, an employee of an international dimension farm. Coden was keeping Wilson under surveillance, believing he was destined to play a vital part in a potential threat to the world. Learning that he had developed four, thirty-four inoperative tumor tumors. I mean, cancerous tumors. Wilson broke up with his girlfriend rather than forced her to remain with a terminally ill man. He also, he even gave up his chemotherapies not wishing to prolong things. So, let's go into his abilities, shall we? Deadpool's abilities are... Genetically enhanced physiology. So Deadpool's power c- came from experimentation when he was submitted into a Weapon X program. So his intelligence is not, is a number two. His strength is number four. His speed, since he's a, it was two, but since he's a teleporter now, is seven. Durability for energy projection one. And fighting skills is a six so he has regenerative healing powers as we all know he has his superhuman healing factor derived from the the mutant wolverine that allows him to regenerate or destroy bodily tissue with far greater speed and efficiency than an ordinary human his head or any other limb can be re- reattached using this ability even sometimes Sometimes when Daypool is beheaded, he can still move his body normally. So he has foreign chemical resistance, like the Joker is resistant to his own toxins and most poison and toxins. That's what he is like resistant to toxins and most drugs. Disease immunity. Even though he has cancer, he's immune to all diseases and infection disorders, imperfections, and resistant to elemental extremes. He has immortality. They say in comic book issue, what, one eleven, his lifespan is extended to such a degree that an ultimate reality version of him was alive and still in business as Deadpool eight hundred years into the future. He was also cursed with immortality by T. Ray, on behalf of Thanos, in order to keep away from in order to keep him away from da- I mean death. He has telepathic. Immunity. That means he is psychically blocked. Nobody can reach into his mind. He has possession resistance, so I mean, like mind control and everything. He can't be possessed by mind control. He has superhuman strength, peak human speed, superhuman stamina, superhuman agility, superhuman reflexes, superhuman durability. As for former powers, he has. He used to have a cybernetic arm for ability he's a martial artist mass assassin multilingual medium awareness unpredictability um as we all know for his weakness he has mental disorders annoying he's annoying cure for cancer which is his healing factor that's his cure for cancer uh he has a fear for crows. And a mystical curse. But that was a formal thing. Alright. As we know. Combatant number one. Let's go on to combatant number two. Shall we? Slay Wilson. A.K.A. Deathstroke. Is an elite mercenary. Commonly considered the world's greatest and deadliest assassin. The only contract he ever failed to fulfill was against the Teen Titans. He... He considered the role a deathstroke a job, not a reflection of who he is. Most of the rumors about him are true, but and he doesn't mind because he loves his job. As far as he's concerned, Slade Wilson is a get, gr- a good man and an adventurer. So his early life, when Slade was seventeen, he joined the U.S. Army and proved to be an ex, uh, to be an expect, um, exceptional. Soldier earning decorations for valor in combat. After this, he was selected for the convert operation Unit Team 7. Like Naruto, hey, oh, let me get on. start. five years before taking the name Destro, Slade operated with Team 7, a team created to secure the Majestic Project, a plan to control future human, future meta humans threats. During one mission, Slade was severely injured and had to go under an operation that enhanced that enhanced his physio- uh, physical abilities, making him a superhuman. After the termination of Team 7, he began to operate under ide- the industrial identity as a mercenary for hire, eventually known as the world's greatest, deadliest <clears throat> assassin. So let's go on to his abilities so he has an enhanced brain activity so slave volunteered for an experimental procedure to activate a dormant metagene which involves his brain this and this greatly enhanced slave's mental capacity as well allows him to access his access his brain functions on a cellular level granting him enhanced phys, uh, physical attributes and he is capable of using 90% of his brain. He has a cel- uh, accelerated healing, but it's not powerful as to like, death stroke, decelerate, aging. He, due to this ability, Slade is 57 years old, but appears to be um, 35 in the face. Um, I wish I could have some of that. I ain't going to be young forever. Toxic immunity. Enhanced senses, enhanced hearing, enhanced smell. So like Kakashi, you know he could smell the blood. He could smell blood and all that. Like okay. him, superhuman agility, superhuman durability. He has superhuman reflexes. He has superhuman speed, superhuman stamina, and superhuman strength. For his former powers, he used to have the Speed Force, but that was only from his icon suit that siphoned the Speed Force. Energy from Kid Flash, dimensional travel, travel time travel, for abilities had acrobat, deception, disguise, escapology, genius level intellect, leadership, technical analysis, hunting, intimidation, investigation, I mean, investigation, marshals, art, military protocol, multilingualism, stuff, surveillance. Weaponry, swordsman, demolitions, firearm, gadgetry. And his weakness is his blind eye. I mean, he partially blind, which means Wilson was shot in the right eye by his ex-wife, Adeline. So, guys, let's get into, let's see who will win a death battle. So, my vote is actually on Deadpool because if you look back at his abilities, he has immortality. So anytime you try to cut Deadpool, he will actually regenerate at a faster pace. As you know, Deadpool possessed human superhuman healing factors from Wolverine. And you must and, uh as a clue hint, Wolverine actually defeated I mean not Wolverine. Deadpool actually defeated everyone in a Marvel character. I think this was, this was in um a comic, but I forgot which one, what issue. But he even he even killed Wolverine, the all new, the um, the all powerful mutant, with a, what was I think a carbonated something sword, but I forgot what. Adeline can't. What cut, What metal could cut Adeline? But I yes, well, then that time when Spider Man threw acid on him and he melted, but he regenerated all his bones and everything. So, to this, I say Deadpool is the winner. And thank you, viewers. Thank you for watching. And thank you for listening. And I want to say we might have a next episode. There was Mr. Phillips' Choice. I will say thank you. And come back another time to watch another death episode. Thank you! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Nightshade's Death Battles. I'm Nightshade, and today's podcast, I will not have no special guests with me Due to a pandemic outbreak. To debate who will win. In a death battle. Between a DC comic. Universe character. And a Marvel comic. Universe character. Which I am mad about. Because I have to, I wanted to do. Two special anti-heroes. That I really enjoy. To do a death battle with. With, any, with my favorite special guest. The King Shark. But let's get back into to our main focus of this podcast episode. On today's podcast on um, I'm sorry, on today's Death Battle episode, the main focus will be about who from who from DC Universe and who from Marvel Universe have the most interesting deepest backstory and why would and why would what they went through in their backstory helped them in a death battle but for this main focus i'ma do a little twist so i'm gonna switch it up a little bit so for this focus i will discuss two superheroes from dc universe and one superhero for Marvel, because I don't really know Marvel like that. I don't even know DC. The only people I really know is X Men. And X Men don't really have deepest backstory. So the only time they have a deep backstory is when they all together. And I am doing superheroes. I'm not doing an affiliated group. So, yes. Now, this should be now this should be fun shall we begin now for dc the first episode i mean the first superhero i think that we have is that i think is the best deepest and most interesting complex backstory is john constantine aka constantine constantine is an occult detective from Liverpool, england he's violent he's violent and anti-social attitude makes him a formidable anti-hero and he's known for doing whatever it takes to get down i mean get the job done so constantine was born in liverpool england when he was a child he began he first began to experiment with magic when somebody told him about a spell that would make him a powerful magician however the person didn't tell him that the spell required a sacrifice and while performing his family home got caught fire and killed his mother and father when he was when he was a young adult constantine was a wild silver tongued punk with no idea what he was destined to become though he was always though he always had a knack for being in common constantine had continued to dabble in magic from his childhood showing interest in anything of the occult but never getting serious enough for it to be anything than a hobby. John, at one point, began dating a police officer named Margaret Ames, having had sex in a a bar bathroom not long after meeting one another. The two further bond by going on amateur magical adventures together until Constantine decided she she deserved a normal life and left her without an explanation so after his stint of as a rock star john had been learning all he could of the occult and magical in europe before traveling to new york city to learn under one of the greatest magicians i mean mages in the world nick negro who had himself studied under the great giovanni santara who Giovanni Zantara is Zantana Zantada's father, the great one, and Baron Baron Winters. Nick's gift, I mean, girlfriend at the time was Zantara's daughter, Zantana, who who was herself a powerful magician. So at some point, John returned to England and fell in love with a young woman. But her involvement with John eventually led to her committing suicide, something John will always blame for himself. Alerted by a magical shift in reality, John and a group of other magicians united fight to fight the en- um, Enchantress, who was causing wreck- havoc all over. After the group had successfully, successfully fused Enchantress and June Moon, which is the host for Enchantress, Once again, the magicians went their separate ways, having grown annoyed with their conflicting personalities. About one year, this is during the Trinity uh, War, so Constantine was alerted to the fact that a magical artifact, Coralden's compass, was being targeted by an evil magical organization he had fought in the past, the cult of the Cold Flames. Upon his return to America, Constantine walked into a conflict when the mysterious Pandora attempted to contact heroes and villains she thought might be able to open her box. So, for his powers, Constantine has magic. He's a highly skilled sorcerer, having been practicing magic since he was a teen, he quickly mastered all the magic that Euro had to offer, and went to America to train under the Nickro. Nick, I mean Nick Nickro, a notable magician. So his matches include astral projection, chlorokinesis, which is controlling plants like plant um plant um, not plant, poison ivy, cosmic awareness, demon summoning. He capable of summoning demonic entities through various spells, dimensional travel, div- divination, dis- disintegration, disintegration. He was able, he used magic to incinerate occultists. Electrokinesis, that means he could uh, project bolsa electricity with magic. Energy construction, creation, energy projection. Exorcism, illusion casting, invisibility, magic, magical senses, mind controlling, necromancy, viral kinesis, that means I control um, fire. Sigil magic—I mean, sigil magic. Sigil magic is when you have powerful symbols, like a wicked which is the pentagram. I mean, star—the star pentagram. That is a sigil for protection. So they all use that. And it's power. And he claims that it's powerful enough to kill a god. He is known for spirit war creation. He knows how to create protectional um, protection circles that, once entry he can't be harmed. Telekinesis, teleportation. He used to use demon blood before it was ripped out of his body by the upside down man. It contained demon blood, which allowed him to channel magic and cast spells without facing the cost of it so his abilities he has deception he's a good con artist and negotiator escapology that means the study of escaping things hypnosis and domino will so John possessed the will to resist being possessed by, by dead men and was not corrupted by, by intimidation investigation multilingualism occultism excuse me prostitution and singing so my next one well i'll say how does this help him winning a death battle well if he went against let's say a regular human being like um for example probably batman or if Batman don't know his weakness, because Batman usually studies every superhero in case they turn evil. So I'll say if he went up against Batman, Batman don't know his weakness. That is like it's not. I that Batman do know his weakness. He'll actually win if he Batman don't know how to, you know, defeat him. Anything. So I'll say like Nightwing, since he's my next one. With Nightwing and Constantine, all if he still had the demon blood, he'll be able to beat um, Nightwing, if I'm correct. With let's see, it's disintegration. I mean disintegration. That's easy. He could disintegrate anybody if he wanted to, without the cost. Then he could use interconstruction to stop Nightwing. So, I mean, magical sense. I mean, if he went against Raven or Zantana, mind control. Let's say Jessica. Jo- oh, I'm sorry, that's the wrong one. But don't worry. But for the Marvel character is Jessica Jones. She her one of her powers is telepathic resistance. So with that, if she went against him, tele um, mind control wouldn't work on her because Jean Grey. Because. With her telepathy, due to her experience with the Purple Man, Jessica had mental blocks placed in her mind by Jean Grey. These these mental blocks give her a degree of resistance to mind control, even if Micro is a pheromone based on based rather than telepathy. Though it seems that she had triggered to trigger this on her own. So yeah, so that's how it would help. Him. And due to the fact that. He was in the Dark Justice League. I mean, that's hard to get in. He Through his experience and everything, he is, let's say, one of the greatest magicians. So, the next superhero is Richard John Dick Grayson. The adopted son, I mean, a.k.a. Dick Grayson. I mean, Nightwing. He is the adopted son of Bruce Wayne, better known as the Vigilant... Batman, trained by the Dark Knight himself, Grayson eventually became Batman's sidekick, the first Robin. After Grayson grew old, grew I mean outgrew his role as Batman's sidekick, he graduated to the role of Nightwing, donning a new costume and later temporarily working as Batman himself. However, after the Crime Syndicate exposed his secret identity to the world, Grayson agreed to take up a new identity and work undercover for Batman within. The visionless spy agency known as Spiral as Agent 37 before returning to his role once again. I mean, that show you. So let me give you his early life. When Dave Grayson was a child, he was an prodigy, prodigy traveling the world famous Haley Circus along with his parents, John and Mary Grayson. The three performers known as the Flying Graysons were one of um, Haley's most famous acts. A fact that a fact that went to Dick Grayson's head. Grayson becoming rather pompous began to drive away his closest friends, Raymond and Raya. Raya during a major blackout in Gotham City caused by the Riddler. Riddler. Grayson, who had decided to see a movie while Haley's Circus was in Gotham, was caught alone in the streets. Working with a couple of other kids, Grayson managed to survive the blackout and return to his family at Haley's camp. From the experience, Grayson learned not to take his friends for granted and apologize for treating them. At the age of 16, Dick Grayson's parents were eventually killed by the mobster, I mean, mobster Tony Zuko. On his mother's birthday, leaving the acrobat and orphan, unable to work as an acrobat anymore, recently left the circus unknowingly, escaping his fate of becoming a talon. So, that's his, I mean, the first introduction. So, let me go on to his... (coughs) Um, Oh, excuse me powers and abilities so he don't well he used to have powers so during his time as a Asia Spiral Richard received various implants to better aid him in the field when he was on his missions so these were shut down after he left Spiral so that includes hypnosis identity protection his ability was peak human conditions through years of intensive and extensive training acrobats espionage genius intellect tactical analysis disguise he was trained by Alfred Pennywar to disguise he is proficient in the art disguise. he was able to he was capable he was capable of the Joker and Batman on occasion he's an expert escape artist he does he was he is a world class detective he has an advanced degree in Forest cynics Multilingualism, leadership, lockpicking, lock physics, intro, martial arts, throwing, weaponry, domino wheel, intimidation, aviation, seduction, and stealth. He, he has electro electric shot, electric gauntlets, night wings, domino mask. So all that can help. On to the next one is Jessica Jones. So Jessica Jones was born and raised in. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a Marvel character. I told you the first, the two first ones. I mean, the two ones I really that had the deepest stories, which was John Constantine, aka Constantine, a Dick Grayson, aka like me. Mean, now this is Jessica Jones. <coughs> she don't really have them. So. On her way home, Jessica argued with her brothers before the car well I'm sorry. I ran out of time, so So her abilities include superhuman strength, superhuman durability, accelerated human I mean healing, superhuman longevity. She can live longer than regular humans. Fight I mean flight and telepathic resistance. Her background don't really help like today she's a part of shield so she didn't really have like a background that would help her but her training shows that a lot and what actually beat dick grayson that's why i chose her and thank you this was my teacher's choice Thank you, coming back, viewers, for another episode.